welcome to another episode of Game Talk, where today we're going to be talking about how Activision has been mistreating their QAs. Um, you want to dive on into this, Ed? Uh, yeah, so first of all, welcome everyone uh, to another episode of Game Talk. This is episode 8, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep, And uh, yeah, episode 8. And, well, we got some really interesting news, Cody, um, about Activision and Treyarch and how they treated their QA employees. Um, for starters, th this, this article was released last uh, this past week by Jason Schreier from Kotaku. A very excellent job that he did. I mean, he, I mean you can count on him to find out the good scoops about uh, the gaming world. Right. Um, right. But to start off, they, when most employees were hired at... Um, Treyarch, they first of all the pay was sucky, thirteen dollars an hour. Uh, yep. And they're living in California, which is expensive. Uh, I don't think you can live thirteen hours uh, for thirteen hours, thirteen dollars an hour in California. You can't really live like that really anywhere, right? Um, and not only that, they had a park far away right so the, the mistreating on on how they would treat their their qas by making them park in parking spaces 10 minutes away from their from um well, from where they work, work which is and having to walk exactly which is uh, ridiculous i mean yeah california has nice weather and everything they don't get ice uh uh storms or snow or anything like that right it doesn't really get cold there but still having to park 10 minutes from where you have to work that that's that's freaking shitty okay get get a that, buck. that is very you, shitty. you're a company that makes millions even billions of dollars you can afford to freaking build a parking lot like right next to where you are or at least you know do extend, extend it or something like yeah like come on now you you make freaking good good money selling Call of Duty every freaking year. But what surprised me the most, Cody, is how they treated their employees, right? Not only did they have to park far away and make shitty money at $13 an hour in LA, but how how mistreated they were. They, they could not go to lunch, at, like at lunch parties, right? Or, not, or right, company right. parties, right? If they ever had a, a party, they couldn't go. Or if they could go, they could only go for like 20 minutes. And if they... And if they went for 20 minutes, they couldn't drink because sometimes they would serve alcohol. Well, they couldn't drink. They wouldn't let QA employees drink. And no more than 20 minutes. How, how would that make you feel if you work for a company like that? Well, first of all, that'd make me feel pretty kind of shitty. Um, and, and I want to kind of shed a little bit more onto that. Not only could they only go for 20 minutes, nor could they drink, but they were also told that they couldn't, they couldn't eat the food or they could only have the leftovers. The leftover when um, they brought like lunches and stuff like that. So not only right, oh, right. Come on. That that's slow. So so right, exactly. So if I was a QA person uh, working for Activision and Treyarch, and I was told that I can go, but only for twenty minutes, but I couldn't drink, I couldn't eat, and I couldn't really do anything. What would be the purpose of me going to see all my other friends or coworkers having fun, talking, um, and telling jokes? Which kind of brings me to my next kind of a little topic about this big spiel here. Um, one of the, the QA personnels 
uh, made a statement by saying that a lot of them were made fun of. Uh, QA were the butt of everyone's jokes. Everyone looked at them as the lesser person. Um, they, they didn't really matter to anybody, and that's how they were treated by by everybody at Activision. And it, um, it kind of shows when you're not invited to a, a party or invited to a lunch, that kind of makes you feel that way, that you're not important, you're not a value to the company. The company doesn't value you, doesn't value your work. Doesn't value you, exactly. And that they force you to walk to work on a commune 10 minutes to your to your, your, your building. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I mean, and, and it, gets, it gets so much better here. They're also... They when they do have a lunch break, Ed, they they cannot take that time off to go and eat and get paid for it. So a lot of them don't even go and eat, um, wow. or a lot of them, yeah. So a lot of them either they don't eat or they eat at their desk or or they do whatever, but they don't get they can't take a break for it or they feel like they can't take a break because they don't get paid for it. They don't get paid to go on a lunch break, which yeah, is highly, because they're probably not salary because the salary employees, you know, whether or not they take lunch doesn't matter. They're gonna get paid regardless. Exactly, and I can even promise you the devs and the yeah, those um, are salaries. Those those don't care. They can go and take a two hour lunch. They're gonna get paid regardless. You know, right, right. So that that's that's a big big no go for me. Another thing that they're doing is they're also working for, you know. 70 hours a week week after week after week, week after getting week. paid 13 dollars an hour yeah um and for for those of of who are listening to our podcast that's not a lot of money um and and especially for those who know that that's not a lot of money but for those who who say oh 13 dollars an hour for 70 hours a week that's that's okay money it's really not i mean you have yeah. taxes you have to pay you have to pay back basically everything you make and you're you're working all these extra hours for basically Nothing. slim to little money. Money, exactly. In, in the long run, you're you're working yourself to death. Exactly, and and in California, it's even more expensive. It's like where I live in Kentucky, thirteen dollars an hour is not even enough to 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 support oneself, right? Let alone in California, right, right. it's a hell of a lot more expensive. I'm in I'm in middle uh, of, of the country here, where you would say middle America, right? Where it's supposed to be affordable. Well, thirteen dollars an hour is definitely not affordable to live in Kentucky. You would you will be homeless right. if you expect to make thirteen dollars an hour and, and be able to pay rent and all the utilities. You you won't. Same. I mean, and that pretty much goes anywhere in, inside the whole country. I, I live in Wyoming. Uh, even for me, in a little town with a, a little over one hundred twenty thousand people, thirteen dollars an hour. I mean, you you're going to be living very very tight, and that's just bare minimums that's just rent utensils or utilities excuse me yeah um and then buying and, you know, uh gas uh, and, and buying food sharasha you know like well those east one dollars instant soup things that you could put in microwave right <laughs> <laughs> right i mean it's just now let's say these these uh qas they have families right they have kids they have a wife they have you know pets animals that's all extra expenses that they're going to have to pay out with little to no money that they're making for the amount of work that they're doing. They're not getting compensated uh, accordingly for it. And they're not being treated um, accordingly for it. For me, if I was the CEO of Activision or, or Treyarch, I'd be praising uh, the ground that these QAs and these testers walk on because these guys are going to give me the feedback that I need to make my game better, 
to figure out what the flaws are, what gamers want, so on and so on. But instead, they're treating them like garbage, and they're walking all over them. And if, the, if this continues to happen, and something doesn't give, Treyarch and Activision, they're gonna be they're gonna be hurting for some QA here pretty soon. Oh yeah, honestly. I- I'm glad that this got out because this shows the the work environment that game developers and uh, also game t- a QA game tester, basically how uh, studio uh, companies um, treat their employees, right? This really shows right. what they're what they're what they're are are uh, how how willing they're they're you know how far they're willing to go to make money because it's all profit driven you know it's all right. about the capitalism the, yeah exactly um, it's all about how much can I make right they don't look at the value of the human life you know the the quality of life the quality that 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 your employees need to succeed right because those employees are going to be burned out pretty at the end of it not point not even pretty now, quickly. after after a couple of weeks of you working 70 hours uh a week after two three weeks you're going to be burned out the last thing you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna uh do is pay it's go to work and do a good job and they actually even said that you know there was a, a reason why black house 4 had 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 a lot of bugs because they 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 would just weren't worked to death basically, I mean, right? It's 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 unacceptable. And like you say, it's all about capitalism. And that I know I'm not a big fan of, of capitalism. Uh, there's some good things, there's some bad things, right? This is one of the ugly heads of capitalism right here. The greed, the fucking oh, it's, greed. It's, it, 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 it is extremely disgusting. And it, 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 it honestly makes me sick, Ed. It really, really makes me sick to think that these, these people that are obviously in this industry because, A, they love the industry, B, they love video games, and C, they love what they do, right? Yeah. You're not going to be in this type of industry if you don't like any of those. So these people care about their job, they care about what they do, and they care about how they make um, an impression on the video game industry. I mean, it's just it's just how it is. And when you're not treating those people... Your workers that you've hired to do a job for you, if you're not treating them accordingly and you're not treating them fairly, to say the least, then I, I wouldn't I wouldn't see a reason why anybody would want to stay. Exactly, and this reminds me when you when you what you said in the airline industry, right? It is it is very similar as well. They know that an airline pilot, they love what they do and they're not looking at the money, right? But when you start out as an airline, you don't start flying your big 737, 747s, 777s, you know, for American Airlines and Delta. No. You know where you start? You got to start off small. You start off small. You, an airline pilot, for the first few years, can qualify for welfare. Yes, you can qualify for food stamps. Because you will probably bring home probably about $1,200 a month. And I'm not kidding. Right. But you know how long you're going to work? You're going to learn. You're going to work for 14, 15, 16 hours a day. But you're only going to get paid for about 7 or 8 hours. Because you only get paid when you're flying. Once that cabin door opens, you're not getting paid. So all that time that you're working and you're not flying, 
you know, you're not getting paid for those. So airline pilots for the first few years do make very little money. I mean, very little. And they get and the airlines get away with that. But you know what what happens? Well, now there's a an air an airline pilot shortage. There's a huge shortage that in a few years, if it doesn't get resolved, it's gonna affect a lot of the air trouble because they're just not enough pilots <laughs> and the pay is not great and it's really right. expensive to become one as well right so i feel like this this might blow up uh, uh in the, the game studio faces when they have this type of work environments and they cannot get unionized right and the conditions the work conditions are so bad that nobody would want to work for them so then there'll be a shortage right right and which then right. affects the quality of games Right. I mean, same same thing kind of goes from my line of work as well. Um, I have a Class A CDL, I drive trucks. Um, I used to work out in the oil field. But same thing, you know, you didn't get paid unless you were moving that truck. Yeah. If you're sitting waiting to get loaded or unloaded, you weren't getting paid. Some companies are different. Yeah, I know. But it's the same thing that goes for these QA personnels. You're, you're working all these hours. I mean, hell, there are times that I would work... 24 36 hours and out of those 24 36 hours 10 to 12 hours each time uh waiting to get unloaded and waiting to be loaded uh, i'm not getting paid for it but i'm still working right um if that makes any sense so these qas are burning themselves out by working 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 slaving 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 to to, to perform their job duties and fear of losing their job to a corporate manager um, which is wrong. It, it, it is absolutely just sickening and disgusting that, the, that these, uh, these people, uh, these, these hardworking men and women, are, are being treated this way. It, it's not right. It needs to be resolved. And honestly, Activision and Treyarch, they need to be fined for it. Something has to happen. Agree. Something has to be done. I think one one possible way is maybe you know unionize um you know but but it's difficult because companies don't want unions you know they they definitely don't want unions um and uh, i mean it it what it, i think it's not only unions i think it has to be a combination with uh, you know, a government that uh, is looking out for the workers, and then that, and and then make it easier to be to get you to be unionized. You know, make it easier to form right. to form that. You know, right now companies just make it almost impossible, if not impossible, to to form a union. Um, so I think laws, government laws, has to be changed and really go and um, give employ employees more power. You know. Um, because uh, right now the system is rigged for employee employers. They 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 hold you by the throat. You know, um, right? There's nothing. I mean, a again, like you said, they have to, they have to work there. And if you say, well, they don't have to, they can choose to walk away. Yeah, but then, the you know, to find another job, it can be a couple months before you fucking find another job. You have a family to take care of. What are you gonna do, right. huh? What are you gonna do when the bill, when the water bill comes and you can't fucking pay it, 
Huh? So it's not right. that easy as to find just another job. That's what I hate when people say, oh, you can just quit and find another job. But yeah, it's not that easy. If it was, everybody, you would see it every day when people leave their jobs. Because trust me, right? I, I half the people in the United States hate their fucking jobs, you know? But they can't leave. Right. I, you know? I, yeah, I remember a couple years ago when I was in the oil field and I was looking for a new job. It took me, It took me a few months just to find a job that I would be okay with working um, but I, I continue to, to work myself to death working 115 hours a week um, because I couldn't afford to take off my to, to quit yeah because um, I, I, I was scared that I didn't have enough money to get me by and I didn't know when I was gonna get another job exactly and you then know. you're working so many hours that you don't even have any free time to look for another job because you're working so many hours right you know 70 70 hours a week that's 10 hours a day you know, that's almost, yep. by the time you get up, you get your shit done, you drive to work, when you leave off work, you come back, you take a shit, take a shower and eat, that's already over half your day gone right there. You need time to sleep. That's it, your whole entire day. time to sleep and wind and down. And wind down, that's your entire day gone. Do you honestly think and that's, that, that you have time to look for jobs, especially if you have kids? No. Right. You know? Well, and another another big issue that Black Ops 4 had was with a lot of bugs, right? Yeah. So in this article right here, I'm just going to kind of skim over it. Um, there is a meeting held uh, with the QA, right? And the QA and, and, and the person holding the meeting was like, how did this happen? How, why are there so many bugs in my game? The response of the QA was, well, we didn't have enough time, okay? And that brings us into kind of our next topic there was so much development issues with Black Ops 4 that we we were lied to. We were promised with the story campaign. Yeah. That never happened. That never happened. I mean, and the, they just all of a sudden say, hey, we're not going to have a campaign. Now, I want I want to take a minute here and, and talk to the viewers. Put yourself in someone's shoes that created that campaign. You spent months and hours working on that campaign. The story. Sl like... Just yeah, the story, the the development of it, the setting, mm -hmm. the characters, the characters. Um, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then one day, you know, you're about halfway through it. One day, you get called into a meeting to say, "Hey, scrap it. We're not doing it no more." It's the same thing that happened with Anthem, which was one of the main reasons why Anthem was so trash. If you're more curious about that, you can go back to our first or second episode where first we talk episode, about Anthem. Yeah, how we talk about the development hell of uh, Anthem. Right. If you listen to that episode and you're just now joining us now, go back, rewatch it. It's the same thing that happened with Anthem, that happened with Black Ops 4. The demoralization of how people took this was like, wow, I just poured my heart, my soul, my time into this story campaign only because one person up top or upstairs wants to say, yeah, no, we're not going to do it anymore. Instead, we're going to make a battle royale. Which is okay. That's fine, but you can't. You can't do that. You you, you cannot. You cannot make. You cannot make a workforce. A, you just can't make a new a new game just right off the bat in the middle of the development. Right. I mean, it it just it's not. It's not right, and I'm really trying to watch what I say here without trying to. <laughs> without trying to go off, but it's just not right. It's no different from our viewers here that are listening. If you have a hobby, um, 
and and you're in the middle of doing that hobby that takes you some time to do or whatever and the next thing you know your boss or your mom or your dad or your friend or your girlfriend or wife or son or kid or whoever it is says hey no more uh, we're gonna do this instead all that time and effort you put into that one specific thing is now wasted that's time you will never ever ever get back yep that's time wasted. think about how that would make you feel wasted and and they were they actually had an interesting concept for the campaign if i'm not mistaken i think oh yeah they had a really good concept for the campaign i mean they had a 2v2 pvp campaign yeah it was like a open world uh and like you say 2v2 uh pvp where you will be dropped in the world and i'm assuming you will i guess try to find like reese maybe not resources but be dropped in the world, find your shit, and then encounter like other like the other players. Then you engage them. Well, what what was what was supposed to happen with this was, I'm just gonna call it Team Red and Team Blue. Okay, so Team Red, let's say, was the objective to defend um, this headquarters or this uh, um, objective or whatever it is, uh, a president or a high value target or whatnot. You have to protect them. Team Blue's objective was to go in and to eliminate that objective, right? Mm -hmm. So while you're fighting ads and whatnot, between those ads, there's two other players in there. You don't know where they are. You don't know who they are. There's two other players. And that's a really cool concept. Honestly, that is a really, really cool concept for a campaign um, to, to throw in two random players, or maybe they're not random, um, I don't know how it works uh, because obviously it wasn't developed and there's really not much on the topic. Uh, but I'm guessing when you would do a campaign, every time you'd load into a campaign story, someone else who was going to do that story, maybe who already completed the story, will be, uh, would be thrown into yeah. that. Yeah, will be will be drawn out of this big pool of players at random, put into the story campaign, and they know what they have to do. With the other two people, they're, they're not. They don't know. They know that there's going to be two other players in there because they've done it before or, you know, whatever. But that that's a really cool concept. Yeah, and it's kind of similar to what, what Dark what it, Souls uh, I was did. just about to say that. The, the DLC in the Ringed City, you know, you get to a boss. He's a weak, spongy boss. Okay, that's cool. You start hitting him. Next thing you know, you're invaded by someone else. A complete person invades a boss encounter with you and, he's the and it's not just boss. one two or three other people can invade that boss encounter with you so now you're fighting a pvp and a pve in that boss encounter so yeah. it's 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 crazy it's mayhem it's it's fun that is that is fun that is extremely fun and such a cool unique idea and a cool place or, an, or a cool thing to introduce to a franchise that's been as old as 1990 uh, no i don't know eight I, no <laughs> I don't know if it was ninety. I think it was the early two thousands. But they did have like a PC early two thousands game. Yeah, I think I f the first game was a PC, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then they started releasing uh, for the PlayStation. Um, right. But uh, yeah, two thousand three. That's when they started. So two thousand three. Yep. So almost. Um, 16 years ago. Yeah, 16 years ago. That that would have been that that would have been freshing, you know. That would have been a new pace of of gameplay, which would have been extremely awesome. Um, and you can even fantasize with it. What if they were to do that with uh, the zombie mode, right? 
you and four of your friends or four randoms, you're playing zombies, you're mowing down zombies, you're, you know, you're getting perks, you're upgrading your weapons, you're getting into high rounds. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say I want to go in and I want to play zombies, but instead of killing zombies, I want to play a zombie, right? Uh, I want to I want to go into someone's world and play a zombie, and it's my goal to kill that team and, and a few other players, you know. It's a 4v4. One people are human, other people are zombies. That, that would have been so cool. That would have been, um, yeah. And where they were... Yeah, exactly. Where where they were going with this and how they're having a a two v two PvP PVE campaign, that could think of the um, the new bar and standards that that would have set for video game industry. That would have been just, a just very think about that interesting uh, concept. It would have been a new kind of yeah. It would have been new. Yeah. You know, it would have been it, it would have been completely new. It's it's no different from how last year at E three when. Battlefield Five was like, hey, we're not doing no more season passes or no more premium or whatnot. All of our content's gonna be free. Um, all of our updates are gonna be free. And then the other how many games started, started to follow, to follow suit. that suit? Yep. Then other companies started following exactly. suit with Ubisoft, uh, with the Division Two, and um, the Division Two. And now Gears same thing 5. with the Battle Royale. Yeah, now Gears Five Battle Royale that was introduced into the uh, PUBG. PUBG was big, then Fortnite, then Apex, and then Call of Duty 4's Battle Royale. Um, to the point where I was even watching a video about uh, um, Borderlands 3, mm-hmm. and one of the questions were, was, is there going to be a Battle Royale in Borderlands 3? I think 3? everybody right now is asking, the, is there going to be a Battle Royale game here? It's the new fad. It's the new thing. Now, if this would have went through, that would have been a new thing as well, which I'm not saying is desperately needed, but it would have been... It would have been so interesting. Well, in my it would have been so it unique. Was necess- uh, it was desperately needed because Call of Duty, it's always the same thing every year. <laughs> so it would have been a very It's the same thing, concept. different characters. Go here, shoot that. Go there, shoot this. Um, I mean, it, it's your typical fast-paced first-person shooter. It's kind of like one of um, those Hollywood films, you know, superheroes that you know you're going to get big explosions and you know... You know how it's going to end. You're going to see a lot of fighting, a lot of explosions, right? That's basically when you yep, play Call of yep. Duty. <laughs> so, Which a lot of people enjoy that. And that's fine. Know, a, lot a lot of people, people enjoy, enjoy it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do like Call of Duty campaigns uh, because they're like that. They're fast-paced, action-packed. It makes you feel like you're in a fucking movie. And I love that, right? Yeah, it makes you feel like the hero. Exactly. And that's that's how I get my Call of Duty fix because other than that I don't play any other game that would be kind of like that. Um, well, obviously Doom, but you know Doom it's it's not mm-hmm. annualized or anything. Uh, I get my Call of Duty fix when I play the campaign because that's all I play. I don't play I don't really play the multiplayer because I actually I'm not very good at it, um, and I don't like zombies, so I just get Call of Duty for the campaign. I'm one of those people. <laughs> that get Call of Duty right. for the campaign, and this past well, year, I, I used to be I, right. I well, I haven't bought. I mean, I bought Call of Duty Black Ops Four, but for one reason only. That's for the zombies. Um, yeah, because you love I'm a huge zombie fan. I, I love my zombies. I love to play with my cousins, my friends. Um, but the multiplayer, man, I fell off the multiplayer back in Black Ops Two. It's just that 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 doesn't that type of multiplayer doesn't. Doesn't, doesn't fix my I, fiend. Yeah, it doesn't scratch my itch. Overwatch, that scratches my itch. Yeah, Overwatch has um, a really fun, because it's nice and quick, and 
You don't get like one shot most of the time by some random dude who's running gun, who's running gunning, you know. Right. Like in, uh, like in Call well, of there's Duty. a lot of team aspect into the game as well. Exactly. Unlike you, know, Call you gotta of have Duty. the right team compensation. You gotta have a good tank line. You gotta have a good damage line. You gotta have some flankers. You gotta have some healers. Um, so, and, and so on and so on. When but. when Call of Duty, when Activision announced that there was no campaign in Black Ops Four, and they say that they were not, you know, they decided not to go for the campaign that they were gonna focus on multiplayer. And they announced Battle Royale, right? Did that make you feel yep. a little bit uh, uh, weird in a sense? Like, did like a red bolt like in the back of your head go off? Like, something's wrong here. What's going on? You know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. You, th- you think of Call of Duty. What's the two things or three things you think of? Campaign, multiplayer, and zombies. And zombies. The Holy One Grail, of the biggest right selling there. reasons... <laughs> Exactly. One of the biggest sellings for Call of Duty Black Ops 4, or, or any Call of Duty, I should say, is the story campaign. Regardless, there are so many people out there that just pick up the, the game, such as Ed, just for the story campaign. There's so many people out there that pick up the game just for the multiplayer, and so many people out there that pick up the game just for zombies. When you take one of those key element, or, uh, uh, elements away, you're, 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 you're spelling out disaster. Yeah. But then they try to then they try to smooth things over by saying, "Well, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay." We're focusing on the multiplayer, battle royale, battle royale which was buggy, right? Oh, extremely buggy. And I'm not a battle royale play- person. Yes, I play them here and there. Uh, I I suck very very bad at it. But I would have much rather them take the multiplayer away than the campaign. Honestly, I mean that's. That's just my personal opinion, and I know a lot of people won't agree with that, and that's fine. That's your opinion, to my opinion. But you cannot take away one of the major aspects and key points of of a a, a franchise. It's like Halo saying, "Hey, no campaign, right? Just multiplayer. Just multiplayer." And Halo multiplayer is very popular, right? But they oh, it's extremely popular. I yeah. love Halo multiplayer and, and um, Gears. And Gears also have a very active multiplayer. Imagine if they take out the campaign. Same. Would yeah, be the same. Yeah, and yeah, it's it, it's just not the same exactly. It's just not it's just mind boggling. And I know this game came out last year and the only reason why we're really talking about this is this huge, huge article that came out by uh, Jason Schreier and how they're treating their QAs. Yeah. Um this 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 Call of Duty uh by far is probably the worst Call of Duty I've ever played. Um and that's saying a lot because I really did not like the infinite warfare, the futuristic, oh, yeah, the futuristic one. Um yeah. That wasn't very good. Yeah, I, I really didn't care for that one either. Advanced but Warfare was also you, crap. Advanced Warfare was crap. I did play the multiplayer in Advanced Warfare, but I didn't like. I don't like the futuristic stuff. If I want to play a futuristic game, I'm going to play Halo. I'm going to play Gears. You know, I'm going to play some of those games that are fantasy games. Call of Duty is not. Des- I mean, in my opinion, we're not in that tech yet. In, in our personal lives, we're we're not nowhere near having space battles right? or, or anything like <laughs> I'll that. I'll be able to walk, why, to walk, why? W- walk on walls, <laughs> you know, and right. fucking teleport. Now I can understand, you know, one mission being set in space or whatnot, and okay, cool, that's fine, but you know, a whole themed around space. <laughs> yeah, that's for a Call little Duty. bit far fetched. Yeah. The, that is very far-fetched for me. Um, but it's just... I Kind of get back onto our main topic here with the QA. It's just... 
I feel so bad for these guys. I really, really feel bad for them. I do too. I don't think they should have been treated that way. Um, I, cause I mean, hopefully, this news, right, kind of show shines a light on how employees are being treated uh, by greedy companies, right? And maybe in the future, right? They don't have to work right. 70 hours a week and only get paid $13 an hour. Maybe they can get paid a livable wage and just work, you know, your 40 hours. <laughs> your 40 hours. You know, I don't understand what the big rush was to get the game out. And I know, you know, Call of Duty, it's a huge seller. Every year they come out with the Call of Duty. Every year they make millions and billions of dollars off of this game. But take a break, man. You're burning your devs out. You're burning your QA out. You're burning your workforce out. Yeah. To the point where we've been getting really bad Call of Duties. And this is one of the main reasons why. And and we're just now able to understand this. But it's that it's annualized cycle. Because of this article. It's that annualized cycle. They have to come up w- with something every year. you know. And yes, they do have like three studi- studios. But that only gives them really a couple of years to really work on a, on a, on a, on a game. Which on a is game, not really right. a whole lot. Two, two years at the most. Yeah. and Just actually a year and a half. Yeah. So I, I, I do hope that in the future things do improve. Um, like I said, it's going to take a lot. Um, it's it's going to have to come from the government as well, uh, being able to um, have, you know, get you, – you vote for whoever the hell you want to, right? But obviously always vote – for your best interest, right? And having representative that work for you and want the, you know, want want to look out for you, right? And not look right. out for the greedy, for the rich and for the greedy companies. I think that's one step. Also, unions that also helps a lot because you can, you can you can bound together, and you know, as an individual, a company. A person may not be powerful, but as a group, you could really, really make a difference, right? And have a better work environment in your workplace, right? Um, right. It, it's. I think it's gonna be a long, and this not only goes for game studios. This just goes for uh, people that work in that type of environment where they're working so many hours of overtime and they get no breaks that, uh, or anything like that. It is time for you to stop to think, you know, what, who is willing to fight for me, you know, in terms of getting a, a representative elected and then being able to unionize and facilitate that. And, I mean, if you're okay with that type of work, you know, that's fine. If you're okay working, you know, freaking 70 hours a week um, and all you see is dollar bills, but like Cody pointed out, at the end of the day, when you get paid, you know taxes are get are, are being deducted, right? And right. you basically work seventy hours, right? And you you know by the time your taxes are taken, you're only gonna make, you know, a hundred and fifty, Co- maybe. Yeah, a couple hundred. Maybe I mean, a couple hundred. It's not worth it's it. It's not worth it. You know, working so much and and over after a while, it starts to add up, you know, and it affects your quality of life. Think of your family. They won't be able to see you. 
think of also your free time. Take it, you, you know, right. no, nobody ever, nobody ever stopped to ask, you know, why am I getting paid time and a half? That's just what the government says is the minimum, right? That's not what the company has to pay you. They don't have to pay you that, you know, they can pay less than that. They can pay less than an, at times, uh, our, uh, times 1.5, right? But right, right. that's the minimum that they can, they must pay. That does not mean that they can't pay you twice, right? So just right. because you get paid time and a half does not mean that you can't get paid more. If you're gonna, you, you know what I mean? That, that uh, it's your free time. You, if you value your free time, you know, it's how much well, is your you free have to have time worth? That's what I'm trying to say. I am against working exactly. overtime. For me, you have to pay me triple. If you want me to do overtime like that shit, you have to pay me triple. Because that's how much my free fucking time is worth. Right. Well, and, and you got to have free time in your life too. Because if all you know is to work, 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 work. That's not good for your mental health or yeah, your physical your health Yeah, your mental as health, well. your physical health, your family, your friends. You know, you at the end of the day, you only have one freaking life. I'm not going to spend this world just working. I work to live. I don't live to work. That's my philosophy. I only work right. my 40 right. hours. It gets me by. That's it. I don't care if I can't pay my bill and by working 10 hours more. Fuck the bill. I'm not paying. I'm not working 10 extra hours to pay a bill. Fuck it. The bill goes past due. But I'm not fucking working extra right. 10 hours for that. Call me irresponsible, but obviously I always try to watch what what I spend, right? I'm not going to spend willy-nilly. But that's what, I, what I'm trying to say. I try to live within my means, you know. Because at the end of the day... Excuse me. Oh, that's fine. At the end of the day, it's only one life, you know? Right. So, but... Hopefully, hopefully something is done by this, and and these men and women are being compensated or compensated, something gives yeah. for. Oh, and for and them. did you did like one of the things, Cody? That we forgot to say, at the end, uh, you know, Call of Duty Black Ops Four sold like five hundred million, right? And the new CEO, right. CEO or CFO of the Activision got a bonus of fifteen million dollars, but the QA Jeez. testers. They didn't even get a $15 bonus. Really? But the CEO, the CFO of the company got a $15 million bonus. Like, how, how is that fair? You know, like... That's not fair. You know, what the hell did this new CEO, yeah. CFO do? He didn't help build the freaking game whatsoever. The QA's freaking helped develop that damn game. He didn't do shit. Right. Well, the QAs have just as much importance to the development of the game as the devs do. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that's 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 wrong, too. That is just absolutely, if you have that much money and you got a bonus for that, uh, that's that's greed. Yeah. That is, that just, is just absolutely greed. greedy. And it, and it happens with uh, almost every corporation. In almost every corporation, the top executive get millions of bonuses, get stocks, company stocks that are worth millions. But the regular guy who comes in, does his job, works hard, he gets a pat on the back and off you go. Is that. Off you go. Is that. Yep. yep. You know? 
Yeah. So, no, it's unfortunate. It really is. It is unfortunate because it's, 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 I think it's, like I said, it's not just game studios doing this. It's just other companies in general, other big companies that are really mistreating employees. And, and those are the ones that you need to take care of because they're the ones who are actually making you the money, you know? Right. So. Anything well, you want to add? I, think, uh, <laughs> I, I think that's all I've got. You got anything else to add? Well, we're not a politics show here, but I thought this was something that was big because it really shines a light on um, game studios mistreating their employees. And I think it should be talked yeah, you're about. absolutely right. Yeah, I think it should be talked about and people need to know how these people were mistreated, you know? Right. Um, and hopefully... Hopefully in the future it can it can it can be it can be better. So. Agreed. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Game Talk, where uh, we will catch you guys next week. Next week. Uh, uh, oh, one thing. Are you excited about Stranger Things? I think we said that. Oh yeah. yes, yes. Season. Sorry, scratch that real quick. Stranger Things. Stranger Things season three is coming out on the fourth. Yeah. Uh yeah, on the fourth. Do you wanna? Uh, do you wanna? do a podcast uh, just about Stranger Things, like an episode of just Stranger Things, what we think yeah. about season three? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right, guys. All right, listeners. If you love Stranger Things, you know, oh, oh, you can always email us. You can go to our website, gametalkpodcast.com. Email us there. It's gametalkpodcast19 at gmail.com or Twitter, gametalk19. we also on Facebook, right, Cody? Game Talk Podcast. Yep, yep. Game Talk Podcast on Facebook. And, and, you know, send us an email, send us a tweet or a Facebook like or a, or a post. Uh, if you also like Stranger Things, you know, message us and let us know what you like about it, what you want us to talk about Stranger Things. We're, we're here, you know, to discuss whatever you guys want. Uh, but, yeah, we're probably going to be doing an, a, like a special episode of Stranger Things Season 3. I'm excited for it. Ooh, I Absol- can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. We will see you next week. All right, guys. See ya.